0: Hey, listen to Commander Coat podcast episode seventy-two. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. Today we're gonna to forge ahead in our brand new arc with the Missouri Club Progress deck. Now, hit our theme song. Hey, Ryan, we're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What's going down? Whole ton is going down. It's our first episode in our brand new arc where we challenge wizards directly with a who wore it better face-off.
1: Yeah, very good. And today, s- super spicy or super not spicy list?
0: Uh, I guess it kind of depends what you're into. I suppose.
1: Um, We are going to do the spice rating that actually tells us.
0: Uh, it turns out,
1: yeah, it's... it's
0: all right? Yeah. Do we pass the 50 test this week? Uh, <laughs> 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 no, but we're close,
1: and I have a couple options to bring us way up in spicy, cutting a tutor, or way down in spicy, but
0: super more powerful. All right. I think everybody likes all of those things. Yeah, very much so. We do, yeah. So we're doing a Zuri Cloud Progress. Maybe before we delve too far into the the episode and the arc... Ooh, there's a delve (coughs) card in this list. Ooh. We should maybe make mention that what we're doing here is we're taking pre-constructed commander product decks, and we're... CCOing them, but we're not going all balls to the wall, dual land, shock land, fetch land, best cards, super strong, high-end, super budget, major competitive. We're trying to keep the lists as if you could buy them off the store shelf.
1: Yeah, okay, so when when you think of a Commander product, and don't think of the 2018 ones, because this is not that, but you buy it for whatever, $30, 40 $50 now, $100 now, if you're buying like some of the older ones, you can expect to open the product and get $100 to $150 worth of cards, right? C17, we were talking, every deck was over $110 in value when you crack it open. So when we tweak this deck today and decks throughout this arc, they're going to yeah be about 150 dollars I think this one's like 169 bucks, And when you look at each individual card, you would be expected to run into maybe yeah, $10, $15 cards in here. Wizards has set that expectation for us to to reprint cards of that value. So that's kind of the cap in what we added to the deck.
0: Correct. So we can't go total nuts so cuckoo crazy insane, which might be tough for me, but I'm kind of attacking this as a... I'm going to buy this, I just want to play it with my friends, or I want to let somebody else try it out, so I'm going to throw in some stuff that I have around the house.
1: Yeah, it goes back to like that deck building 101 that we talked about in the intro to Who Wore It Better last week. Right. Just to give you an idea, and remember, Command Beacon came in the Azuri Claw of Progress deck. So Command Beacon is actually the most expensive card in this deck at 22 bucks. Second most expensive card, Crater Hoof Behemoth, $21? twenty-one bucks. Twenty one bucks. Twenty one bucks. Two things. It's at the very top end of what we would expect wizards to to reprint in terms of dollars and cents. And it sure as hell could get printed in a commander product. It's Commander Staple and always is a welcome reprint. So it's in there as kind of the the top end, I guess.
0: Sure. Okay. Kind of the draw. Now, before we get into the deck proper, should we do some shout-outs and social media
1: coordinates?
0: (laughs) Okay, let's start with the social media coordinates we usually do. We are CCO Podcast on Twitter and tappedout.net. That's where you can see this week's list. Not last week's list because there wasn't one, but we are going to have the list that we talked about last week up there eventually. And also the list that we're going to do throughout the rest of the arc. We are commandercookout at gmail.com. That's where you can send us love mail, hate mail, show suggestions... Maybe lists you'd like to see us spruce up for the arc, but uh, no nudes.
1: You are nudes, I'm just saying.
0: If you do want to send us pictures of some kind, I was actually thinking about this the other day, since it's a who wore it better thing, if you have, like, cosplay pictures, if you dressed as a magic character and you think you look better than the art on the card, send it in.
1: Oh, Louis. Geoff actually kind of did that. friend of the show, Geoff, sent us Kim Kardashian in a jumpsuit and the penguin from Batman.
0: Which penguin, Danny DeVito or burgess meredith i don't know the slimy one or the one on the purple top hat
1: the slimy one
0: oh danny devito yeah oh yeah was it danny devito, that was
1: danny yeah, DeVito. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. there we go it was nasty
0: yeah it was, it was gross i think
1: danny devito wore it better though because kim kardashian everybody likes her butt i don't like it
0: yeah i agree with that it looks Ooh. stuffed to me yeah. yeah moving on yeah moving right along we are also commander cookout on itunes google play google machine podomatic youtube patreon EDHRec.com or .com, Flipside Gaming where you can use promo code CCOFU to get 10% off store-wide, and the official, official home of Commander Cookout Podcast, CommanderCookout.com.
1: All new contest details are up on CommanderCookout.com, and Facebook, of course, that's where it kind of all goes down. And Twitter.
0: Shout out on Facebook and the uptake already of our, our contest, or we're giving away a C eighteen sealed product of your choice if you win. Again, all the details on Facebook. We talked a couple of weeks ago at how we have like an uptake of people from Medicine Hat. Have you noticed how many people from Medicine Hat have been sharing that contest? There's oh, quite a few. Really? Yeah. Well,
1: I seen all the people liking it and sharing it, but I didn't yeah. I didn't creep them, the creeper.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I lurk you guys when you enter our contest.
1: Very excellent. Now you know his dirty secret. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's, like, three things I know how to do on Facebook, and one of them is click on your name and see if you're an actual real person. So I don't want to give anything away to a bot. I'm super paranoid about that. I don't want to, like, pick a bot as a winner.
1: If we, if we picked a bot and asked them to get in contact with us, they wouldn't. Unless they're, like, a super smart robot, like...
0: Some Skynet shit, Ryan.
1: Yeah, I was literally just opening my mouth to say the T-1000 from Terminator 2. Super smart. Bad if he bots us and follows and wins.
0: <laughs> I wish I could play the Terminator song right now. We'd probably get in trouble for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, whatever. Just, just imagine T- it, guys. Okay. H- Step back.
1: T2 Judgment Day. Best Terminator? Definitely. I think so, right?
0: Oh, totally. Had the iconic theme song. It was like full of all those Arnie-isms. Like, remember on Tuesday we are talking about the best Arnie movie? It it made Arnieisms. It wasn't full of them. It made what they were. It created them. That and Commando. Yes. But like the most, the epitomes of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. There's the cheesy one in Commando, and then there's the actual cool one in Terminator 2. Yeah,
1: James Cameron did that one, hey? That
0: was excellent. He's, James, he was he's good. like the
1: king of sequels, right?
0: The Aliens he did too? He's...
1: A- A- aliens 2 he did too. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah.
0: Aliens, which was Alien 2 he oh, did yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, that's there we right. go. Yeah, yeah.
1: We Jeez. English good.
0: Talk good speaking. Yeah, podcast.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs to... CCO Nation in general for liking and sharing, like the Medicine Hat people, as you say, but also giving us feedback on last week's episode. We kind of did an on-the-fly build of your deck, dredgy stacks type thing. We're not going to get into it again because we've been talking stacks for about a month now, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, shout out to everybody who wants to help build.
0: Yeah, I dig that. I, I really appreciate that, especially when I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. It's really nice to have all that kind of feedback and interaction with people. I, I, I dig it. Yeah, super sweet. Yeah. Uh, oh, I should throw a shout out, shameless plug. CCO Brando, if you have any suggestions for a Green Black Dredge Stacks list.
1: Oh, yeah, and get afters at CCO Brando and or at CCO Podcast to let us know what the best Terminator movie is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't say number two, you're... You're probably wrong. You're,
1: yeah, I, yeah,
0: I think you're obviously wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so should we should we talk about some some magic stuff, or do we have a or should we should we tell the game story, the gameplay story? Oh,
1: I'm, I'm face palming. Yeah, oh is, my god. This
0: is both the best and worst magic story I think I've told in a long time.
1: Let me preface. Okay. Who is the worst magic player, Brando, for doing this, or the rest of the entire table for losing the game?
0: <laughs> okay. So. On Tuesday is our nightly get-together where we drink some beers and play magic together. And I'm playing my I'm playing my Tana the blood sower deck, so whenever she hits you, you get sapperlings. And the deck is built around Merganda petroglyphs. So it's all creatures that don't have abilities because Merganda petroglyphs makes them bigger. So it's all sapperlings that have no game. First of all, that's terrible.
1: Second of all, Tana the Bloodsore should be partnered with, like, Timna the Weaver, so you
0: could play real stacks with green in it? Anyways. (laughs) Anyways. So we're also playing Chasing, and we spend lots of time on the Maelstrom. Now, the Maelstrom says when you start your turn and your upkeep, you flip over the top card of your library, and if it's a permanent, it goes to play. Can break games wide open. Yeah. Now, in this particular case, I also had an Oracle of Maldai in play, and, like, four land. So I'm just hoping for that fifth land so I can start playing stuff. And I've got a couple of elves and a couple of little things. Got this little wee board state. I'm sneaking Tana in, you know, I'm eking out some value. I got a little army of saplings. so nobody wants to attack me, because I can just chump all their stuff. And we're going turn after turn. And I'm sitting there and to myself I'm thinking, self? Why is your board state not getting any bigger? This sucks. Like all you're getting is saplings every turn. Why don't you why don't you play more stuff? And in my head, it's like, well, I'm not getting any land. So that's why I'm not playing the stuff in my hand. Meanwhile, my hand consists of that dinosaur that's green, green, three, whenever it takes damage, you get a sapperling. I forget what it's called. It doesn't really matter yeah, what it's I called. I don't remember. But I'm just sitting there, I'm like, well, I can't even play this. Because it's five mana. Yeah, that's why I'm not playing this, so I just kind of maelstrom in, like, stuff every turn. But not land. But not land. So why weren't
1: you getting land when you were maelstroming and drawing your card and oracle Muldying?
0: Because I wasn't drawing cards. You I didn't I didn't draw a card for at least six turns.
1: Forgot to draw cards.
0: I forgot to draw cards. I maelstromed in a thing, and then I flipped over my top card to see if it was a land, and then it wasn't, and I went, ah, son of a bitch. And I just played my turn. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So now S- you're all... S- so you lost the game. Nope. Hmm. Nope. Sure did not. Definitely won. In convincing fashion, too. You Beastmaster Ascensioned, yeah, you went off. You were playing your your zombie combo deck. You went off. I used a uh, shout out to Night Soil. Oh yeah. If you ever if you haven't seen Night Soil, it's an enchantment for green green tap one remove two creatures from a graveyard and get a Sapperling. It is. So
1: you removed my graveyard from the game when yep. I went to Balthor them all back into play with a Gray Merchant.
0: Yep. So I I crushed his graveyard to to dust, and then stopped him, and then it came back around and. Didn't draw a card. Didn't draw a card. Said go. Jesse went to win. We were on a plane by that point that gave all my dudes death touch, so I death touched away his Rafika the Many. You had nothing. Came back to me. Beastmaster Ascension. Jesse countered it. Crater Hoof Behemoth with like 19 sapperlings. Got you, there.
1: You ended up having... Mana by then. Yeah, yeah I had some. Yeah, I had yeah, some, yeah, some mana was, by then. This was like a three-hour game too. Yep. Hey, it like, was a long. I couldn't game. win because of Night Soil. <laughs> I could have won that game like five times. Every but, time I tried to do something, my creatures just got exiled.
0: It was it was a thing of beauty. Yeah, if you'd like, you know, three-hour games, three-hour games, and people playing super terribly.
1: If you like casting Morality Shift on your own library twice in the same game, <laughs> once to mill your whole, uh, to to mill your whole deck into your graveyard and then once again to switch your graveyard back into your library so you don't deck yourself. <laughs> that's how long that
0: game was. That was that's a hell of a game. But that's just I don't know, I thought that was super funny where it goes to show you can play a shitty deck and you can make shitty plays and have shitty luck. But as long as you yourself have confidence in what you're doing and just act like you're supposed to be there, you can still win. The game outside the game.
1: And and play plane chase. Because yes. I'm pretty sure the Maelstrom is how you won that game.
0: Well, it didn't really help me though. All that got me was the Night Soil, which, granted, did make me win, not lose, which yeah. is
1: not losing the same as winning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in this case, it is.
0: But I would have been drawing cards otherwise, and that would have been pretty well, good, I suppose. That's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, oh, so that's a night at the at the CCO table. <laughs> Terrible. Oh man. Well, so swear we... to
1: God, we're not that bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, before you turn us off. Give us a chance to redeem ourselves. We're going to talk about a list. You want to talk about a list, Ryan? List. List. Azuri,
1: Claw of Progress. Progress. Progress.
0: Progress? Prog- I say progress. Progress. I think you could say either. I think both are fine.
1: Azuri the Pro. Give him a read.
0: All right. Azuri, Claw of Progress is a 3-3 Elf Warrior for two green-blue... Whenever a creature with power two or less enters the battlefield under your control, you get an experience counter. I love experience counters. At the beginning of combat on your turn, put X plus one plus one counters on another target creature you control, where X is the number of experience counters you have. So, four mana, three, three. When you cast a little dude, get an experience counter. Yeah.
1: Okay, go to combat. Target creature gets plus X plus X, equal to your experience counters. Forever. Forever. So I guess that's the simple way to think about it. Experience counters make your guy big. How many experience counters do you think? If you get him on turn 3 or 4. Let's say he's on curve because you you just land maybe ramp or mana dork. Maybe you play him on 3, on 4, like turn 4 and turn 5. You, you play 2 little guys on each turn so you have 4 experience counters. Do you think that's all you get? Uh, you'd probably get more than that. Do you think that once you have four or five experience counters that he just dies, right? And then you don't cast him again until you go to alpha? Uh,
0: depends on the meta probably. Depends on the game you're in. But I would suggest you could probably get a lot more, especially in a deck like this. I'm
1: trying to get a feel, right? And I think it would behoove us to tell CCO Nation that we switched out a lot of the regular creatures that come with this deck and put in infect cards yeah because <laughs> we're pieces of shit aren't we yeah <laughs> so again well they here's the thing they fit the bill right they're all super cheap except for Blightsteel, which i didn't include in the list and ink moth nexus which i did include because it's like 15 or 17 bucks or whatever it still fits the bill for something that we could feasibly see in a pre-con because it's not like a hundred dollars Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, four or five counters, you swing with a dude, you make him unblockable, or you give him one pump spell, and it kills somebody, right? Yeah. So you give a guy plus five, plus five. Azuri gives him plus five, plus five. You kill somebody. Then does everybody else go like, ro-ro, and kill Azuri every time he hits the table? Or wrath the board, or
0: spot remove all
1: your guys? Like, can this deck kill more than one person?
0: It can with some of the includes that I have on my little piece of paper here.
1: Ah, and my tutor target. Ooh. We'll talk we'll get about to that. that in a second. Yeah. Okay, so maybe we'll start with some creatures.
0: Okay. okay. Now we're going to bang through these pretty quick, but we'll stop and highlight some of the more unique or important ones.
1: Yeah, I think in uh in terms of banging through them pretty quick, if we just highlight that they have 2 or less power and have infect, like is that good enough?
0: Unless they have something else relevant. Yeah, I think okay. so. Okay. Okay. Let's start off with uh with a, a fairly large casting cost, bro, that still fits the bill. Bane of Progress.
1: It's funny, yeah. This was actually in the deck. This is an original. Six mana, 2-2, two, two. enters the battlefield, destroy all artifacts and enchantments, put a plus one on him for each permanent destroyed this way. Doesn't have infect, was in the original list, super good card, uh, kept it in.
0: Yeah, sweeps the artifacts and enchantments. He's very good. Blight Mamba. One power, infector for two. Blighted Agent.
1: So good. Probably the superstar of the deck. One power Infector for two. Unblockable.
0: Blight Widow.
1: Two power Infector with Reach.
0: Brood Birth Viper.
1: Brood Birth Viper, again, an, uh, an original from the Azuri list. It has Myriad, and it's a super good way to draw cards. It uh, Myriad is when it attacks, you put a copy into play, tapped and attacking for each opponent that it could attack. So you attack one player, and you get, like, two others. And when it deals combat damage to a player, you draw a card.
0: Very good in a deck like this.
1: So, yeah, you could draw, like, two or three cards or whatever, and you could have ways in the deck to give it infect.
0: Yeah. All right, how about Coiling Oracle?
1: Another original, two power, sorry, one power, another original, one power for two mana. When it enters the battlefield, draw a card, and if it's a car, if it's a land, you put it into play.
0: How about Cold-Eyed Selkie?
1: Another original, one power, Island Walk, when it deals combat damage to a player, draw a card.
0: Draw that many cards, that's Oh important. yeah, that's right. So if you have a pump spell, you could hypothetically draw five, six cards off a of one swing. With
1: yeah, instant speed pump spell, right? And with Azuri in play, if he's got like two or three experience counters, it attacks and you give Azuri plus or plus ones to Cold-Eyed Selkie to draw like four or five cards, yeah. Very cool. Or give it Infect. yeah. How about a Core Prowler? Two power Infector. When it dies, Proliferate? Correct. Okay, and Proliferate is choose any type of counter on a permanent or player and add another one. So you could choose Infect counters and Experience counters with that one.
0: Very important long game card in EDH Infect. How about Corpse Cur? Two power Infector. Crater of Behemoth. Ooh. Green, green, green,
1: five. Haste, five, five. When it enters a battlefield... Creatures you control get plus X, plus X, where X is the number of creatures you control. I think in this deck, a Crater Hoof on Curve would get you, like, plus five or six.
0: That's nothing to shake a stick at in an infect list.
1: Yeah, like, if all your infectors have one or two counters on them from getting pumped by Xur individually... And then you give them all plus six plus six. And they had two power to start with. They're all swinging for roughly 10. Nice. Two plus two counters plus six. Yeah, it's
0: good. good. All right,
1: moving off from Creator Hoof Behemoth, we have Sist Bearer. Two power, Infector.
0: How about Elvis Visionary? That
1: was an original. Two mana. Enters the battlefield, draw a card, one one.
0: How about Eternal Witness?
1: Original. Three mana, two power. Enters the battlefield, get a card back from your graveyard to your hand. One of three cards that have that ability.
0: Very important.
1: And I think it is important when you're trying to get back tutors or uh, infectors, because you got to remember that with Azuri out, you play a creature with two power, it acts as a little pump spell, right? Because yeah. you play a 2 2, get an experience counter, move to combat, that one extra experience counter with infect could be the difference, right?
0: Absolutely, it can be. How about experiment one?
1: Give that guy a read and read the reminder text because I actually don't super remember. That was an original in the list from 2015.
0: It's a 1-1 one, one for 1. Human ooze? What the hell? It's got Evolve. Evolve is never a creature comes into play under your control and it has greater power or greater toughness than Experiment. than whenever the creature with Evolve is, it gets a plus 1, plus 1 counter.
1: So he gives himself 1s when things that are bigger than him enter the battlefield.
0: Exactly. And then you can take two plus one, plus one counters off of him to regenerate him.
1: So he sticks around. Yeah. Neat.
0: He could probably be replaced with something else. Pump spells. Yeah.
1: The, like at the end of uh, going through the deck, there is, let's call them flex spots. Some creatures like Experiment 1 doesn't have infect and uh, one of the two tutors. Spice Formula allows for one tutor, no penalties. There's two in the deck. We could cut one of them. They're both worth about 10 bucks, So we could save some money by adding... A giant growth. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How about Glistener Elf? Ooh, yeah, baby. One one infect for one. How about Ikerclamir?
1: Mm, yeah, baby. Uh, <laughs> one one infect for two, but it's an artifact.
0: And he gets bigger when you block it. Sweet, that's, that's the thing. So he's scary to block. How about an Illusionary Ambusher? Uh,
1: I think another original. So it's got flash, and when it res- like when it takes damage, you draw a card for each damage that it took so five mana flash him in chump block something big without trample and draw a bunch of cards
0: how about loaming shaman
1: loaming shaman is the second of the three graveyard getter backers enters a battlefield three power enters a battlefield shuffle a card from graveyard
0: any number of cards from graveyard to library oh
1: yeah that's right and it's target player so you you, you play them and you either nuke someone's graveyard by making them shuffle it back into their library or Pick cards from your graveyard that you want back in your library to tutor for them.
0: Pretty cool. Yeah. How about Lore Scale Codal? This is a flex spot. Let's just move on. How about Mull Drifter?
1: Probably another flex spot, but I love the card draw and the um, flexibility that Evoke gives you. Two, Two power, flying fish, when it enters the battlefield, draw two cards and costs 5, but you could evoke it for 2, and that's still casting it, so you'd still get the experience counter trigger off it when you cast it for its
0: evoke cost of 3 mana. You just sacrifice
1: it as soon as it enters the battlefield.
0: The experience counter comes in whenever a creature enters play. You don't oh. have to play it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, 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 okay. How about Necropede?
1: 1 mana Infector for 2 mana. 1 power. 1 power Infector for 2 mana.
0: There we go. How about Noble Quarry?
1: Aha, this is a little tricksy spot one power all creatures able to block it do so and it actually has bestow so you can either cast it for its regular cost of green and two or you can bestow it onto creature it enters the battlefield as an enchant creature and all creatures have to block the enchanted creature
0: and then when the enchanted creature dies noble quarry comes into play
1: so you can do that again
0: Yes, very yeah. cool. costs six to do that. Yeah, That's a lot.
1: but I mean, if six lets you kill somebody and then the creature gets gang-blocked and dies, that six would let you kill another person because they have to block Noble Quarry again.
0: That's pretty good. Yeah. How about Phyrexian Ingester Or Digester, sorry.
1: Two power, Infector for three mana.
0: Phyrexian Swarmlord.
1: Swarmlord. Green, green four, Infector. For a 4-4, lots of 4s there. <laughs> At the beginning of your upkeep, put a 1-1 one, one green insect creature token with infect onto the battlefield for each poison counter your opponents have.
0: Yeah. So
1: you can get a boatload of infecting insects.
0: And experience counters.
1: And experience counters. That is a mighty card in this deck.
0: That is a house. How about Plague Mirror?
1: CCO staple, 1-1 one, one for 2. Infect, taps to add a colorless. Love it.
0: How about a Plax Manta?
1: Plax Manta. Original, two power, flasher for two mana. When it enters a battlefield, creatures you control gain shroud until end of turn. It uh, it, it gives your guys shroud so it shuts off like things that target your guys. So you flash it in when someone goes to path your Azuri or whatever, right? We could probably replace them with something better. I should say, it only gives your creatures shroud. I should say, too... When Plaxmanta enters the battlefield, sacrifice it unless green was spent to play it. So it costs blue one, and if that one is not green, you have to sack it. Fine, whatever. If the green was paid, then you keep it. It's it's kind of like a counterspell, but on a creature, and it gives you an experience counter.
0: It's not terrible. How Prime Speaker Zagana?
1: Oh yeah, one one. So she's going to trigger Azuri, but she costs six. So what?
0: Green not, green. Not just six, Ryan. It's green, green, blue, blue, too.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, green, green, blue, blue, too. Morfolk Wizard. Prime Speakers are going to enter the battlefield with X plus one plus one counters on her. Oh, no. She enters the battlefield with X plus one plus one. So she might not trigger Azuri, where X is the greatest power among creatures you control. Okay. So your biggest guy makes her your biggest guy. And when she enters the battlefield, draw a card uh, equal to her power.
0: She's pretty good. We might be able to replace her with something a little bit less top-heavy.
1: Uh, you know what? I I tried to not have top-heavy cards in here because Infect needs to race people or else you're going to get killed. Um, so maybe cut all the six drops except for Phyrexian Swarmlord. <laughs> <laughs> How about Rotwolf? Two-power Infector.
0: Sakura Tribe Elder.
1: That's a mana dork. Sack him to get a basic.
0: Skullwinder.
1: That's a Death Toucher. I thought that had Infect. Flexbot. Spinebiter.
0: <laughs> Spine Biter.
1: Sweet name. Six drop, three, four, Infector. So, I don't know. It's got Infect, but it doesn't trigger Azuri, and it costs six.
0: It also has, you can have it deal combat damage to players if it wasn't blocked.
1: That's like super trample.
0: Yes, that's that's so, pretty good.
1: So I guess if you Azuri him, like he's the top of your curve. You Azuri him, so what's he going to get? Plus three or four? Let's say he gets plus four, plus four when he attacks. So he's attacking for seven, then you cast like a Giant Growth and you can have him deal his combat damages if he doesn't block.
0: That's the inevitability to be like. Uh,
1: yeah. Six mana win the game. I just talked about how that was good on Noble Cory.
0: Moving on. Yeah. Stinger Fling Spider.
1: Another Reacher without Infect. Two power, so he's going to trigger. When it enters a battlefield, destroy a creature with flying. So it's a removal spell.
0: Or a flex spot. <laughs> yeah. Tangle Angler. One power
1: Infector. Bird. One power Proliferator. We're going to call that an Infector.
0: Trigon Predator.
1: Two power. Deals combat damage, destroy target artifact or enchantment. He's just good. In in blue green. Yeah, blue green one for a two, three flyer. Yeah, yeah I, I like I, Trigon Predator. I don't
0: like the new art. I like the old art way better.
1: I like how they made it kind of like the same thing. Do you know what I mean? It just looks too much like
0: a dragon for me. Not that I just like dragons or whatever, but it just, the other one was like some kind of weird flying manta. <laughs> it was way more simic oh, than this. Oh,
1: yeah, flying manta thing with no neck?
0: Yeah. Yeah, look at like my is cousin all about... Dave with no neck. Simic is all about those creatures that come out of like a vat and they're all weird looking. <sighs> I'm from Simic. Yeah, exactly. This yeah. is a dragon. It's, it's it not... just
1: hurts because I don't have the right body parts in the right places.
0: <laughs> How about a Vidalkan anatomist?
1: What the hell is that? That is a one power for three. You go blue, two, and tap it. Put a minus one, minus one counter on target creature you may tap or untap that creature.
0: I feel like that rhymes with mech's slot. Yes. Yeah, baby. Why would
1: I want to untap a creature? Why did I put that in there? There's got to be a reason. Well, maybe maybe we'll come across it later on. How about Viral Drake? One power, Infector. And it has blue, three, proliferate. Very important. So, yeah, if you've got lots of mana, you just kill somebody that has an Infect counter on them.
0: How about Viridian Corrupter? When it
1: enters a battlefield, destroy target artifact, two power, Infect, All on a three casting cost body. Sweet.
0: How about a Viridian shaman?
1: Oh. Viridian infector person's stupid sister. Enters battlefield, destroy an artifact for three mana.
0: And wistful Selkie.
1: When it enters the battlefield, draw a card. I like that one better.
0: That's much better. That's our creature suite.
1: And all of those last three creatures would trigger Azuri because they all have two power.
0: Sweet. Correct. So we got forty one creatures if you include Azuri. Yeah, and like lots. 20
1: infectors. 25 infectors or something. It's very
0: good. Yep. I like that. So we're gonna move on to some instants. How about instants? Wanna do instance?
1: I like the instance in this deck.
0: Okay, there are ten of them, starting with become immense. Here's the delve card I
1: talked about. So it costs green five and it's got delve. And each card you exile from your graveyard um, pays for one of the del or one of the generic costs. So it really costs green and it gives plus six plus six.
0: Till end of turn, very good. How about Berserk?
1: Green, I'm I'm noticing a trend. <laughs> Green, double target creatures' power, and then destroy it at end of uh combat or whatever.
0: That's a, a quasi money include. Also. Yeah, it's, I think Berserk.
1: Yeah, it's like fifteen bucks or something. Again, kind of close to the top end of what we would expect, but. Not so outrageously overpriced that we we would never see it reprinted. Right? It'd
0: be it'd be pictured on the picture on the back of the packaging as an incentive for you to buy the deck. Uh, yeah, it's, I it, think so. It's a good card. How about BioShift? Simic
1: hybrid, so green or blue. Move any number of plus one counters from target creature onto another target creature. It's pretty good. Yeah, it lets you azuri somebody and then azuri somebody else, all with the same counters.
0: Yay! Yay! yay. How about Carrion Call or Carrion Call? Carrion Call, four mana. Put two
1: Infectors into play, that are 1-1s. One so get, they would both trigger Azuri as yeah,
0: well. You get two experience counters. How about Cobra Trap?
1: Cobra Trap uh, was an original. Could be a flex spot, but if a non-creature permanent under your control was destroyed this turn by a spell or ability an opponent controls, you can pay green instead of green green four. What the hell? And it, when you cast it, put 4 one, one green snake tokens onto the battlefield.
0: I suppose now is a good time to say that the original Azuri deck had kind of a snake sub-theme.
1: Yeah, and a token sub-theme. Like, there was a Collar of the Claw and stuff that just, like, put lots of 1-1 one, one and 2-2 two, two tokens into play just to trigger Azuri, right? Yeah. You'd need to trigger him so many times with that token strategy though if you play infect you need to trigger him like a couple times and then cast a pump spell and then you're good
0: yeah next up we got grip
1: cross and grip three mana destroy uh, artifact or enchantment
0: split second rapid hybridization
1: destroy target creature they get a frog lizard
0: snake form
1: three mana turn something into a one one snake and draw a card i always forget that there's a draw card on there hey It's a good card. Yeah, I like that
0: one. Solid card. How about Summoner's
1: Pact? Summoner's Pact is our first tutor. It's an instant, too. That's super cool. Search your library for a green creature, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle your library. At the beginning of your next upkeep, pay green green two. If you don't, lose the game. What? Converted mana cost, zero. (laughs) So what do you search for? Uh, Crater Hoof. Yeah. That's what you search for, right? And you've got your graveyard getter backers in case Crater Hoof died, got discarded, got milled, what have you. You got your Loaming Shaman so you can search, like shuffle it back into your library and tutor for it. And you've got your Eternal Witness so you can get it back if you've already searched for it once and you need to kill another player.
0: I dig it. Yeah. All right. Last instant synthetic destiny. Wow.
1: Okay. This was an original, and I think this was actually um, a Commander 2015 first time ever printing. So, Blue Blue 4, for an instant, exile all creatures you control at the beginning of the next end step. Reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal that many creature cards. Put all creature cards revealed this way onto the battlefield, then shuffle the rest of the revealed cards into your library.
0: We could probably cut that.
1: It's like mass polymorph. Sort of. And it was originally in there because, remember, there was a token sub-theme, and if you had a bunch of tokens, you could exile all of them and get real cards for them. Um, We could still kind of do that with... um... It
0: puts you on a turn... Important in this deck is once your guys are online, you want to keep them there. You never want to, in this card's case, you're going to swap all your infectors out for other infectors, and none of them are going to have haste. So that's another turn where you have to hope nobody wraths you or removes all your stuff.
1: That's I guess so. It is it is instant speed, so you could do it at the end of somebody's turn, or you could do it like to polymorph in a bunch of blockers,
0: or save yourself from a wrath. I guess
1: save yourself. Well, the, the thing would resolve, and then all the creatures would come into play, and the wrath would happen anyways.
0: At the beginning of your next up, the beginning of the next end step, so oh. they would wrath. It's kind of like Teferi's protection. Okay, yeah. Ish.
1: The other thing I like about it still in this deck is there are some creatures that are not infectors, right? So you could, if you have a bunch of them out, maybe one infector, you could Synthetic Destiny all of those non-infectors away, including your tokens, and then everything that comes back into play probably is going to have infect.
0: Yeah, helpful, helpful.
1: So I think it's a cool card, and it was a Commander 15 original, so it is still in there.
0: All right, let's move on to some sorceries.
1: Five sorceries, one original...
0: Let's just start with this one. I'm sure I'm sure this one came in the precon. I'm sure it did.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not this one.
0: Natural order.
1: Natural order. Again, top end of what you would expect to see. Wizards doesn't super like putting tutors into their decks, but this one finds you a crater hoof. Yeah, it does. So it's green green two as an additional cost, sack a green creature, search your library for a green creature and put it onto the battlefield. So you dust one of your little crappy tokens or little infectors and you get a giant crater hoof.
0: Pretty good. Yeah. How about overrun?
1: Green, green, green two. All creatures get plus three, plus three and trample. Rampant growth. That finds you a land for two mana.
0: Triumph of the Hordes.
1: That is infect overrun. So it gives creatures plus one, plus one, trample and infect.
0: Oh, verdant confluence.
1: Commander original. Green, green four. Choose three. You can choose the same mode more than once. I like that. Yeah. So the first one is put two plus one plus one counters on target creature. Very good. Return target permanent card from your graveyard to your hand. Also very it gets good. Gets your crater hoof. Search your library for a basic land card. Put that onto the battlefield tap. Then shuffle your library.
0: You already got six. Don't care.
1: The, exactly. Yeah. I like put two plus ones three times. So six mana, get plus six plus six.
0: Very good. Yeah. I did yeah. Care. I'm a, I'm a fan of that. Or if you're really hurting, you could get two land and put your crater hoof back into your hand. can could put your dates. So you can play them.
1: Not terrible. No, not I certainly wish that that was an instant. <laughs> that would be so sick.
0: All right. Keep moving. We are going into the enchantment section. There's one.
1: One enchantment. And I believe this was a uh, Azuri original Beastmaster Ascension.
0: If it wasn't in the original list, that's Wizards dropping the ball. Hard.
1: That's them dropping the ball harder than twenty-eight. Uh, no, it's not.
0: No, it's not. No, it. it no, it is. It is. It really is. <laughs> it's isn't. not. It totally is. This is this is an auto include in any token strategy that runs green.
1: I it's, pretty much agree.
0: Yeah. And it costs like four bucks. Enchantment for green two. Whenever a creature you control attacks, it gets a quest counter. If it has seven or more quest counters on it, creatures you control get plus five plus five super good. It's unreal and in fact. So I think how you how one would do
1: a Beastmaster ascension is you amass a board of how many quest counters? 7. 7. Seven creatures and then first main phase Beastmaster ascension swing with everything so it automatically gets seven quest counters and your guys automatically get plus 5 when you
0: attack. Yep. Mm-hmm. And usually that'll either kill somebody or outright win you the game. In, or Jesse will counter it freeing up space for you to drop the creator hoof behemoth and just make sure you win the game
1: it's funny that that just happened and you can do that in this deck (laughs) yeah it's funny that's what green does right i think that in an infect deck that plus five plus five is functionally akin to plus 20 plus 20
0: now think about that plus 20 plus 20 and there's no coming back from it either
1: (laughs) there's no coming back from yeah because you can't gain life in infect you can't uninfect somebody could uninfect their opponent with that new take counters off guy who's going to do that nobody's yeah, going to do going
0: to do that zero people are going to do that let's move on to the artifacts sure now it says there's five of them but one of them says it's swift water cliffs and that's definitely not an artifact
1: yeah we have to m- scratch our heads at tapped out sometimes so it's a little strange so there's
0: four of them <laughs> and we're going to start with bident of fassa
1: four mana Whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, you may draw a card. So it gives all your creatures Ophidian and also blue, one, tap, creatures your opponents control, attack this turn if able. Now, you would use that ability, and as long as you do the math and you're not going to die when they swing at you with everything for making you attack, making them attack, you just let it all through so you can alpha strike them with Infect next turn and kill them.
0: (laughs) Super sweet. Moving on. Not a terrible idea. Simic Signet.
1: That's the green blue signet for two mana.
0: Sol Ring. That's the one
1: mana tap for two Sol Ring. Thought Vessel. Thought Vessel. Commander 15 original and like eight bucks now because they've never been reprinted. Of course. Two mana, tap to add a colorless, and it gives you no maximum hand size.
0: Ooh. Neat. I like those actually did we do anything cool with the land? Base? I added
1: I added an alchemist refuge which gives um, non-land cards this turn can have flash. You can cast stuff at flash speed. It's pretty good. And I added an ink moth nexus and it's like 17 bucks. We uh, we talked about that briefly. Yep. And then everything else was I think stock mana base. Now this deck came with like 40 lands out of the box. Oh, and I added a Rogue's Passage, so you could make an Infector unblockable once you pump
0: him. Everybody knew that as soon as we said lands, but let's just reiterate it, because based on the story we told earlier, they might think we're bad now, and we're not. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So
1: the deck out of the box had 40 lands in it, and I think that's too much. And the mana curve is pretty low. All the Infectors are cheap, and I think there's like 38 lands in it now. I want to cut like... Four lands. Yeah, you can just, cut two or three more
0: lands easy.
1: We talked about having four or five flex spots, like stuff that doesn't have infect and maybe is too expensive. And then we cut a bunch of lands. So our average converted mana cost, super low. And it's all just straight gas and pump spells. That's what I want, right? But that wouldn't be very um, commander product pre-con. So I didn't do that. Good call. Real quick, that Swiftwater Cliffs... Should be a Swiftfoot Boots.
0: That explains why it's in the artifact section.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Moving on. We want to give a little bit of an outline of how the deck plays, right? When when we talk about buying pre-cons and tweaking them, if we go back to last week's deck building 101, right? But we both were talking off air and think that this particular deck doesn't play like it should play. No. In fact like we said at the top of the show, kills one person, and then everybody gang beats you, stonks, stomps your dink into the ground.
0: And the thing with Infector is they're small. Infectors, yeah. they're high cost, and they're small creatures. Yeah. Azuri kind of makes up for that, but in general, the creatures aren't really that scary unless they're attacking you and they're not blocking. You know what I mean? Like Yeah,
1: and, and here's the thing. They're small. When they hit a player, it's like their power is quadrupled, right? Because you only need 10 Infect when they
0: block or when they become
1: blocked, how big they are. They're 1-1s. Yeah. It's a 4-1 when it's attacking, and it's a 1-1 when it's being blocked.
0: The odds are my 6-drop is probably going to destroy your 6-drop, and then it's going to survive, and then it's going to destroy you. Yeah. It's probably how that works.
1: So remember, um, infectors deal damage to creatures in the form of minus 1, minus 1 counters, so your 6-drop, 6-6 next time, like if it blocks my 6-drop, 3-3 infect, Yours will be a 3-3, but it will still eat my next infect because my next best infect like a 2-2, yeah. right? So unless I got pump spells, which I think is where we would tweak this deck even more. You'd make it lower to the ground. Let's
0: Let's see what your includes
1: are, and then I want to touch on some of the non-budget options that'll make this deck hum a little bit more.
0: Now, my thing is, unless you're going hyper-competitive, because I was still trying to keep it into the things that you would... See in a pre con list. Okay. So a little bit less competitive because competitive equals pump spell. That's turn three infect die. That's what that is. Yeah. One person. Now I'm thinking you gotta kill, let's say, four people. Sure. How do you kill four people with infect? Here's what we here's how you do it. Blade of Selves.
1: That is myriad on an equipment. Correct. So myriad is it, it copies the creature for everybody that it could attack.
0: It gives you that inevitability, that... That constant pounding of something that your opponents have was, to deal with
1: was Blade of Selves in this stock list. I don't think that it was. I don't think it I was. I think it was in the shitty Boros one. Yeah, man, we should have done that deck. That sucks.
0: It was, t- it was too terrible though. Maybe this we'll, one at least we had we a listener submission
1: fun. asking that we do that deck. Actually, oh damn it. I don't want to do that deck, but I We're... think that we owe it to CCO Nation to wear that deck better than Wizards. <laughs>
0: yeah. We probably can do it. Okay. I'm also thinking something kinda of, it's a little janky, but it's good in again, since the creatures deal damage in minus one, minus one counters. Dolmen Gate. Dolmen Gate is an artifact for two, gives all your attacking creatures first strike. They're not gonna trade, but it's gonna possibly
1: First Strike is a deterrent to uh, to no. block, I guess, right? Yeah,
0: or or if they're attacking you, you can. I guess you can't first strike their guys. Then, but Dolman Gate's a cool thing. Any any deck that you're attacking in, it's good in goblins because they're low to the ground. It's yeah. good in infect because yeah. they're low to the ground.
1: Yeah, I, I I agree. Any aggro deck likes Dolman Gate.
0: We could add a second that unicorn that makes things block everything, and add lure,
1: lure or taunting elf.
0: Yes, yep. both of those things would be good. So I like taunting
1: effects. elf better actually because it'll trigger Azuri. Also good. Yeah, it's a zero one, right?
0: Yeah, (laughs) zero is less than two. Another card I dig. I asked you about this when you first said that you had built it before I looked at the list. Inexorable Tide. Blue, blue, three. Inexorable. Inexorable Tide. I've
1: been practicing.
0: Whenever you've cast a spell, proliferate. Yes. That's your late game, holy shit, what do I do That's your
1: big top end, right? Yep,
0: that's the one that that you want to have.
1: Oh, 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 oh. That gives you inevitability with two of the cards that I'm going to hit on.
0: There we go. I mean, as long as you've... 'Cause I mean, with infect, people hate you. And you're gonna get beat down, your creatures aren't gonna survive for very long. But if you've snuck that one attacker through on everybody, possibly with a blade of selves, you got one poison counter on everybody, that inexorable tide is gonna kill your opponents as you struggle to stay alive through their attacks. Yeah. Because all you have to do is cast nine things and you win. Yeah. So it's it's cool. I like that card. We got a primal rage.
1: Ah, primal Rage is Green
0: One Enchantment. All your creatures have Trample. Yep. Trample and Infects very good. No, that's good.
1: that's not a pump spell.
0: It's not a pump spell, but with a Zuri.
1: What's what's the um instead of giving it Trample? What if um what is it? Souls Might. It's like Green Four. Put X plus one counters on a creature where X is the creature's power. Yeah. Essentially, that doubles its power. It's like Fair Berserk, right? <laughs> it's it's Sorcery Speed and costs five times as much. <laughs> 500% more, man. Yeah, yeah, Souls might. Wouldn't be bad. Yeah, especially after you do, like, uh, becoming immense. So you've got your you've got 2-2. Two, two. You give it a bunch of plus ones from Missouri, so now it's a f- whatever, 6-6. Six, six. Then you soul, or sorry, then you become immense so it's a 12-12. And then you souls might it, so it becomes a 24-24. I dig it. Seems redundant with infect, <laughs> <laughs> yes. but that's the kind of stacking that you want in in a deck like this. Sometimes right? you need that so redundancy. You can one shot somebody with trample. They gang block it, but it's got twenty six whatever power, so it'll trample over literally everything.
0: Yeah, get some. Yeah, I like so that. So you
1: can gang block my one dude, and I, it'll still be after they become immense. Wears off. It'll still be like a eighteen eighteen next turn to do it again to somebody else.
0: My last card, I want to I want to suggest, and this is. Brando staple. Talked about it lots of times on the show. I can't Uh, believe it's not in here. uh, Corrupted Conscience.
1: Oh, that's actually one of my suggestions. Yes. Yeah.
0: Blue Blue 3, you gain control of target creature. It has Infect now.
1: Yeah, very much so. One of the tutor spots, um, because Corrupted Conscience is like a dollar, and the tutors are, you know, $10, $15. If you wanted to spend 5 mana on something big, just steal your opponent's biggest thing and give it infect. It plays right into your strategy. It gets rid of blockers. It's infect. It's yeah. good. It's Their biggest,
0: sweet. scariest blocker goes away. You get a big, scary infector. It does everything that you want to do.
1: Yeah, so, okay, post-wrath, uh, and you've got a bunch of mana because it's late in the game. Post-wrath, somebody plays whatever, a worm coil engine.
0: Let's, let's make it totally ridiculous. Inferno Titan. Cause in fact, the Inferno Titan is awesome. Uh, cause he does nine.
1: Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't need to be. It can. It can literally be whatever five or six drop after a wrath. You go play Azuri again. Okay, so that's six, and then Corrupted Conscience, steal their only blocker, cause it's just after a wrath, and then swing with it. I just is, thought it. Is this. that the play? Cause Azuri will pump that guy, and
0: they will. Yeah.
1: It doesn't even need to be the same turn. You corrupted Conscience, right? And then like it doesn't have haste, so you can't attack with it right away. But next turn, you play Azuri, so you could do it on five mana.
0: Why is it no... What is it? Grafted Exoskeleton? Plus two, plus two, and Infect? Yeah. Why isn't that in here?
1: I thought about it, and it could go in, but there wasn't a whole bunch of non-infectors just to give something Infect. It's like it's four to cast, two to equip, or vice versa, right? It's like six mana all in before your guy gets infect. And I figured everything kinda already has infect.
0: Mm. Right? So it's kinda redundant. But you could get a Zuri with it. So you can go general oh, yeah, damage yeah. and infect. Or you're I mean, if you're gonna play the list as it is on Tapped Out, now your experiment one, which could maybe be real big. Yeah. It it's got that infect. I suppose. You could win with an Elvish Visionary now. Ooh, I like that yeah, idea. Like that's that that's just gonna hurt feelings. Yep. Die to my Elvish Visionary. Uh, no. Die to my taunting elf. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: i was gonna say not directly but animar wins with the elvish visionary all the time because you just blink it until you draw your deck sure okay no you know what i liked in this deck is i think the number one include that needs to be in this deck is a sylvan library
0: yeah not not on the budget for this arc but you're right
1: it would be on the budget if in 2012 you bought the commander product the commander's arsenal came with a foil one (laughs) <laughs> so, if you just buy the commander product every year and that's like your magic splurge purchase, then you have a Sylvan
0: Library. <laughs> that's foil.
1: Yeah. So, Sylvan Library, green enchantment. It costs green one. Essentially, you draw two extra cards. And for each one of those two cards you do not put back, you take four damage. Ooh. Right? So, you essentially draw three cards a turn and take eight. And in this deck, when you're looking for pump spells that stack, You've got your Become Immense, your Souls Might, your Berserk, your Invigorate that you can cast for free. Giant Growth for, like, One. whatever. Who cares? Play Giant Growth if that's what you have. you <laughs> spent all your money on the Sylvan Library, play Giant Growth. And you just s- draw your three cards for the turn. You see three pump spells, pay eight. Keep them all. Chuck them at somebody. They die. Right? That's what this deck wants. For the same um, same kind of thing, you could play Brainstorm in this deck right draw three put two from your hand back on top your library draw three pump spells put back two land that you don't need pump 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 kill somebody that's what this deck wants right is it budget to play things like sensei's divining top so you can see three cards deep is it budget to play sylvan library no absolutely not definitely not but that's what this deck wants that's
0: what the deck wants to do (laughs) just not uh what, what we are what we're doing in the confines of what we're we're talking about in in, in, the, in the arc here. You no, know yeah. you could play Distortion Strike. That'll be fun. It's like, what, blue? Is it just blue? Target creature gets plus one, plus zero. And unblockable. Unblockable, and it has rebound, so you get to do it the next turn.
1: Yeah, super sweet.
0: So that'd be a good one, That's too.
1: a good include. Good pump spell. Yeah. yeah. And and with Azuri's ability, you only need to um, maybe cast it. Like, you can kill somebody with it the first time, kill somebody with it the second time, right? Uh, popular in blue Voltron builds, because you make your commander unblockable twice. Yeah, goes in um, Lord of Tressorhorn.
0: Probably goes in Rafiki at the lots too. Nice.
1: Okay. Well, strengths and weaknesses.
0: Strengths and weaknesses.
1: Fast. Low to the ground. Budget enough to be considered Brecon uh, level. Okay. And attacks your opponents on an axis they cannot recover from. Not on an in. Not on an axis they can't interact with. Because essentially you're still just attacking. But like you said earlier, you can't unget infected. Yeah, right, nobody's so, gonna help you. It's not like gaining life back once you take a bunch of damage.
0: Yeah, you can't morality shift to get your graveyard back. You can't do any of that stuff. You're just you got poison counters now.
1: Yeah, unless somebody's playing leeches or that thing that removes opponents' counters. And yeah, nobody's doing that. Yeah, they yeah. would maybe remove our experience counters.
0: Yeah, of course they would. Yeah, but not the poison counters.
1: Okay. Yeah. So if you if if aggro decks are your thing, if you want to try infect, if you want everybody to hate you, play this deck. I guess that leads to a weakness. Everybody's going to hate you. It does have the aggro problem, which it like it runs out of gas at the top end. It runs lean at the top end.
0: That's why you need an inexorable tide. Because yep. you got to hope that you had that explosive out. If you play cats, this um, is the same thing. You're going to run out of gas after that turn four, turn five. You're super powerful one, two. Doesn't mean shit.
1: That that blighted drake or whatever it is that has blue three proliferate, your thrumming bird, when it attacks, it proliferates. You could do contagion clasp and contagion engine. Yep. Contagion engine is a six drop pseudo board wrath that proliferate proliferates. So that'll give you a lot of reach as well.
0: Okay. I didn't include those in my thing just because it was like I don't want to go all the way into dirtbag town, but
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then I said this particular list runs into the Precon problem in that you can't put a lot of really expensive and difficult to play things like Sylvan Library and Brainstorm and any interaction. Right, like you're playing blue-based low to the ground strategies, you're gonna be interacted with because you're playing Infect. This deck feels like in addition to the zero cost tutor, you want zero cost counters as well. Right, yeah, you want you your Pact of Negation. You know what? I think you start with Swan Song because it's one drop counterspell then you move to pact of negation force of will and mana drain eventually because <laughs> essentially those all are free or net you mana but it's, it's moving out of precon and into the advanced kind of competitive deck Yeah, realm.
0: into the i have a whole bunch of money or i've been playing since the beginning of time
1: yeah card of the week card, card of, the of the week Question. i remembered this time <laughs> what do we say phyrexian swarmlord
0: i think phyrexian swarmlord it's a little bit narrow but it's so cool, and I've wanted to talk about it for a long time. So let's just let's just read it again. And it's got a cool art on it. It kind of a weird
1: art. His like his arm thingies look like they're the wrong size or something.
0: It kind of looks like one of the mirror, the new Phyrexian forests. Also, there's oh, yeah. a forest that looks just like it, and they just plunked this weird little insect guy in the middle of it. He's
1: like, I'm a tree. Ah, just kidding. <laughs> and he karate chops you with those like. Insect crazy, arm things.
0: This is blade arms. But anyway, he's a four-four for green-green four with infect insect horror at the beginning of your upkeep. Put a one-one green insect creature token with infect onto the battlefield for each poison counter your opponents have.
1: Your opponents have. So everybody's got like four or five infect on them because you've myriaded them.
0: Very good. You're gonna
1: get like ten. I don't know. You can't get ten. Whatever. Twelve. And,
0: and he costs a mere thirteen Canadian dollars or one
1: Freedom dollar.
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So he's a cool card. I mean, again, he's kind of narrow in that you sort of want to play him in an Infect deck. But in theory, I suppose, he does trigger himself if you swing in with him once. Oh, yeah, 100%. He does give you four Insects with Infect every turn if you can keep him around for a little while. But he's a cool card. I dig him.
1: Yep. Yeah, I think I'm going to build an Infect deck now.
0: Are you going to put Fire Excellency and Swirl in there? Hells, yeah! There it is.
1: Yeah. Milk List?
0: Everybody loves the milk list.
1: Okay, the milk list, as per EDHREC.com, is the most po- uh, popular, most commonly played cards in each color combination. Today, Simic or green blue. Okay, at the zero drop slot in Simic, most popular card as per EDHREC.com, ever chalice. No. Not in here. Not at all. But charge counters could be proliferated. I think it comes into play with charge counters, doesn't
0: it? some well it comes in with some kind of counter. Why okay. does nobody play the Cornucopia, the XXX one?
1: <laughs>
0: it taps for colors. Why uh, does nobody play that? Cuz it
1: costs mm, 3 to give you 1. People, I guess I guess 3 to give you 1 is like the exchange rate on any colored of mana mana yeah, rocks.
0: That's what it costs, yeah. Like why play that? And if you play proliferate in a deck, you just every turn you proliferate it and it exponentially becomes better. Yeah. I don't know. Why does nobody play that?
1: Cause F that card. All and right. F Everflowing Chalice. I don't know anybody who plays this card. I'm like, I don't know anybody who pays less mana for the same thing. Yeah. CCO Nation, get at us on Twitter if you play Everflowing Chalice, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, one drop slot. Soul Ring, we're playing it, of, of course. course. Cyclonic Rift. While it was in the Commander 2014 precons, it's now twenty dollars and I didn't want to push the envelope with the overall cost of the deck. Fair enough. Hundred percent goes in there if you have it though, because it's the best blue card. Yeah. Yeah. Eternal Witness at three.
0: Yep. Absolutely.
1: Mystic Snake was in there, but now isn't. Yeah. F that guy. Yeah. No, we're playing Plax Manta instead. Yeah. Okay, sure. Acidic Slime. Nope. Five. Don't have him. Prime Speakers are gone at six. Yeah, she's in there. Yeah. Avengers Zendikar seven. Nope. Dig Big Daddy Butt Sex, Terastodon at eight.
0: No. Nope. I haven't played him in a while.
1: Artisan of Kozlek like at nine. Nope. Gingataxis that dick, at ten. Nope. Ulamog Infinite Guy at 11. Nope. Enter the Infinite at 12, huh? Nope. Hmm. Emrakul cool the Promised End at 13. Nah. Dink Mouth Infusion at 14.
0: Never. Never. Someday. I someday heard- we'll have it.
1: Emrakul cool the Eons Torn at 15. Nah. Huh. Three Milk List Matches. It's pretty good. Sounds like it's going to be a spicy brew. It does. Yeah, I don't know if it is. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Spice Calculator.
0: Spice Calculator.
1: So... At the time of the recording, there's 1,908 Azuri lists on EDH.
0: Fairly far and away the most popular Simic Commander.
1: Yeah, the next one is Krufix, which is also a super cool deck, but Azuri's got like 600 more lists.
0: Yeah. So okay. we, we talked about that a little bit, possibly pre-con effect. Azuri was very, very popular as a pre-con, and lots of people just tweak one card and <laughs> upload their list onto tapped Out.
1: Yeah, I've talked to Don Miner about that a couple times Literally they upload the list as soon as they tune like one or two cards in or out, and it's like, oh, ninety-nine percent of the deck or ninety-five percent of the deck is the exact stock list that you buy from wherever that you get it from. Yeah. Right. So we changed a lot, but we still actually have thirty three we changed it a lot to do the infect build, but our uniqueness rating is still only thirty three. Ooh, because I mean, it's playing Soul Ring, it's playing Swiftfoot Boots, it's playing Simic Signet, right? So, average converted mana cost of the deck, three point three two.
0: It's all You'd, right.
1: Yeah, it could be lower. This deck probably wants it to be like two and a half or three flat, right? And that you would get that with your pump spells and cheaper draw effects and yeah. stuff, right? Critical turn four. If you get. Azuri on three or four, and then you have a pump spell, and you can start killing people like yeah. on turn four.
0: You got an infector by the time you get a Azuri. Get a Azuri, start swinging.
1: Yeah, optimal game size four. I don't think you want to take on anybody else in like one of those five or six player games that we're kind of known for doing.
0: Yeah, no, you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't unless you're playing like I said, the inexorable tide or the myriad sword. Yeah, or,
1: top end infect. I think. Yeah, right? you got to
0: have that high end, or you're just gonna get you're going to kill one person and they're going to be all pissed off or you're going to try and kill somebody and it's not going to work and then you're just going to eat shit for like two hours <laughs> yeah because play drink the... the drink yeah and not magic yeah you you might put a, you put a card on the table and they would just like slap you and fucking shuffle all your cards onto the floor just get that <laughs> crap out of here
1: yeah infect get out of my house exactly <laughs> yeah you only play infect when you're at your own house <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and even then you have to sit out in the backyard yeah yeah, in the rain by yourself. It's terrible.
1: Yeah, double sleeve your cards, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Uniqueness rating, the cards different than the EDH Rec stock list. Thirty-three, two tutors. Now, spice calculator lets us have one tutor with no penalties. We got two. Punch it all in. Beep, boop 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 boop. Thirty-eight spicy.
0: Ooh. Uh,
1: if we had one tutor, we would go up to fifty. Oh wow. Yeah. That's so good. you see how much one tutor can affect it, right? If you have one tutor, okay, you just randomly draw it. Fine. If you have two tutors, you have twice as much probability of, of randomly drawing it. And the tutor always finds the same thing. It always finds a crater hoof. So when you have twice as high of a probability to draw your crater hoof three times, because you've got crater hoof and two tutors,
0: it's like, it's doing the same thing every time with these tutors. You could also just cut the crater hoof too. That was on my little notes. I would honestly cut the crater hoof.
1: I suppose, and you know what? It's like twenty bucks.
0: Yeah. And I would the reason I would cut it is not because the, oh it's a bad card or whatever, because it's super good. But in a, in a bubble, it's amazing in this deck. But in real life, when you're playing infect, your guys die all the time. You're gonna have one creature, so you're gonna drop that pl- that crater hoof, and all your creatures are gonna get plus one plus one or plus two plus two. Yeah. And it's.
1: Do you place? Do you replace the crater hoof with another like? Power doubling pump spell, something to give Trample.
0: I replaced it with Blade of Selves. In my head, that's what I replaced it with. I,
1: it, I replaced it with Invigorate. If you control a forest, you can have somebody gain four life and not pay any mana to give your guy plus four, plus four.
0: That's excellent. Yeah. You could play that too. Both of the things kind of do the the same sort of thing. I was pushing for Inevitability. You were pushing for Kill Somebody right away.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like um, I just want to get it all out of the way right now.
0: Yep. Nine. just want to get this over with. Yep. Let's just go like, on to game two.
1: Jesse, you're taking ten. But it's turn five. I'm gonna sit. On... Yeah, you're taking ten this turn. He's taking ten next turn. He's taking ten next turn. That's in my head. That's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> but like you say, your guy dies. So you need some inevitability.
0: In real life, you're gonna kill Jesse, and then we're gonna high five because f you Jesse. Yes. And then Smitty is gonna play some kind of jank removal spell on it, and it's gonna be terrible. Then just eating shit for the rest of the game.
1: <laughs> yeah, but well, at least Jesse's dead.
0: That's right. Okay. Um, Count that as a win.
1: Absolutely. Okay, that's the deck. Final thoughts of the day?
0: Final thoughts of the day. Remember our C-18 giveaway. You can check out all the details on our Facebook page, Commander Cookout on Facebook, or you can check out Twitter or Potomatic or CommanderCookout.com, and all of the details are on there, so you can win your very own pre-constructed C-18 deck, maybe some other goodies that we throw in. We like to do that sometimes and get at us on that. Also, remember to get at us on uh, Twitter or commandercookout at gmail.com if you have any decks that you'd like to see us rebuild for this arc. Um, As far as this deck goes, I think it's very, very cool. I was actually thinking I was going to do this one and then Ryan jacked it from me because he's a bad friend. But uh, I think he did a great... (laughs) (laughs) But I think he did a great job of it and did basically what I was going to do anyway, where you take something that is... We took the very core of the deck, which is low-to-the-ground guys that get really big and how good can your little creatures be if they were big? That's what Azuri was asking you. And then Wizards answered by saying, look, you can have this one guy that can become a 20-20 and swing for whatever. And then we just went the extra mile and said, yeah, well, we can just make it a 10-10 and win the game. Because we're CCO and we're good that way. So, also, if you want to get entered into the contest, I just thought of this right now, and Ryan's listening very intently so he knows that this is going to count. CCO podcast on Twitter. Get at us. Hashtag who wore it better, CCO or Watsy. On the Azuri list, do you like low-to-the-ground but big-wide tokens with one big beater in the middle? Or do you like low-to-the-ground infectors with one big beater in the middle that just wins the game for you? Yeah. Get get at us. Let us know. We'll be back with the results on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!